and welcome back to Sea Red UK. Where quite simply, Chicago Bulls thing. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm good, Matt. Looking forward to having a, a bit of a chat about the Chicago Bulls again tonight. And uh, normally enjoy it when it's just yourself and myself, but we've got a guest tonight, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I guess uh, we've finally managed to get on. It's took some doing, mainly because he's eight hours behind us, living life in sunny California. Although he said it's raining today, so our guest is Samadhi. How are we doing, Samadhi? Hi guys. Hey Matt. Hey Neil. I'm good. You know, you like doing? you said, I'm I'm living life in sunny California with a light sprinkle, which scares us and scares us Californians when there's water. <laughs> yeah, we're we're used to it over here. So, oh, definitely. Yeah, um, like I say, it's been been some time since we've mentioned getting you on, and finally managed to get you on. Um, so, for anyone that obviously doesn't know, obviously, we need to introduce you, sort of Twitter handle, bit of talk a bit about your Bulls fandom, and uh, obviously, I've got a couple of questions for you in a bit as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Samadhi Yee. Uh, it's just my first and last name. S-A-M-M-A-D-Double-Y-I. Um, yeah, my Bulls fandom. Uh, thankfully, a nice man by the name of my father put me on to <laughs> put me on to Michael Jordan and the Bulls uh, when I was just a young kid. Um, still trying to learn English in America. But, you know, I understood basketball before I understood English, which is probably very interesting, a way of growing up. Mm. Uh, yeah, my dad came into the States right around when Jordan uh, bursted onto the scene in 84, 85. So yeah. uh, my dad was a sports guy growing up, didn't know what basketball was, but knew this guy named Michael Jeffrey Jordan was the coolest thing at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was younger, uh, we used to somehow get WGN games when the Bulls are still playing on WGN and we used to uh, VHS record remember those things VHS (laughs) (laughs) my dad still has all of those videos all six three all six finals runs some playoff conference finals runs um, even the championship movies that come out after the finals after the finals is over we have all those VHS videos and Oh man, oh. I can't even describe how many times I've watched those tapes when I was a kid. Yeah, and but that was the standard at the time. Though from even during that Scotty run, we had those VHS tapes too, and uh, the Jordan return years, and you know that team was just that cemented my fandom as a basketball fan and as a Bulls fan, which is weird because everyone I knew growing up was all about the Lakers. Blah. Just have to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you know, so it was, I was always the odd kid with, like, a Bulls hat, a Bulls jersey when everyone came to school in Lakers gear. And at the time, you know, um, at during that Bulls run, there wasn't really anybody on the team yet. My, Magic was getting older, Byron Scott. And then everyone started wearing Kobe jerseys and Shaq jerseys and, I was there with my Pip, my Pippin jersey, which is actually my favorite player <laughs> on the team. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where like the Bulls fandom started. It carried on um, even through the dark the dark ages of uh, names that shall not be named. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I had a spell. I had a falling out for a little bit. Then I jumped back on when 
Ben Gordon, Kirk Heinrich, Nocioni, and the rest is history, and we're here now. Yeah, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, still to be decided. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pending. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it's not for the weak. That's, I'll leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's for sure. You know, it's a, it, I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, my dad was very influential of like me being those Bulls fans, what we, how he saw the game and how he wanted like me and my brothers to see basketball. And, um, you know, it's, it's just very interesting. You know, he was like my first basketball coach, even though he didn't know basketball. And he's like, just play like Scotty. I'm like, well, dad, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not six, eight from Arkansas. <laughs> so. Yeah. So are they still the only Bulls fans that you kind of know then in California or is there more uh, spread in that way now? It's, it's, you know, it's funny, you know, I started following you, you, Matt and Neil uh, through like, just the Twitter threads, you know, like anyone else, you, you follow a lot of NBA stuff through Twitter. And I yeah. haven't met many Bulls fans in, in California. Um, the one random Bulls fan I met through one of my jobs working at a hospital, I guess it'll lead into a story. He grew up and went to Simeon and was in the, in the arenas when Derek Rose and Evan Turner and all those guys used to play in the high school gyms. He would tell me wow. that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, it, uh, what is it? His name is uh, we call him D Wright, not Dora. Like um, I forgot his first name. I just know his last name is Wright. You know, we should get a proper shout out. But he would tell me about like, yeah, we used to pack the gyms with Derek Rose is in there. His brothers would be there. Evan Turner would come through the gym. Uh, you know, the Pat Patrick Beverly or Gordon, all those. You know, they're like a bunch of Chicago guys, and they would just pack the gyms and. It would probably be a fire hazard the way he described it, but it was just a random guy mm. I met that just happened to be from Chicago, from the city. But other than that, I'm like one in a million over here <laughs> in terms yeah. of Bulls fans in Southern California. Well, it's nice to have yeah. a splash of red, red and black in between all the purple and gold, right? Oh, yeah, in between the barfing of seeing those jerseys, but, you know, I'll let that. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you don't know how many times I've gotten to arguments about Jordan versus Kobe, and um, um, I can't even. I'll have to call my dad to come in the car and be like, "I need backup on this argument. Come in, come through right now." <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's even worse at the minute with LeBron as well, isn't it? Oh, geez. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of. It's even. Yeah, it's much worse. But, but you know, a lot of LA guys and LA fans, they're very loyal to Kobe and the Kobe era. Like, I don't think LeBron right. will ever like take over. Like, even I talked to a lot of Kobe fans, they're like, "No, Jordan's the goat." Like, yeah. LeBron is LeBron, but what Jordan did, it's like a flawless resume, and that's one of the things I've always argued about Jordan over, you know, LeBron. It's like the flawless resume, the dominance, um, you know, the relentlessness, and yeah. It's just, you know, it's just amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, Jordan never needed to tell everyone he was the best. Oh, no. Everybody else, yeah. everybody else <laughs> told him he was the best. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's fair. Like, anything he did, he wanted, Jordan wanted to be the best. Like, cards, golf. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a different, you see it in certain athletes, and Jordan just had, there's that funny meme from The Last Dance where he has the two fingers, and he's pointing out to, like, Someone on the court, I was like, yeah, that's the look. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you said uh, pre-chat that um, you had another story as well. No, no worries. <laughs> I played a lot. I tried to play club basketball when I was a kid. Uh, realized I was vertically challenged uh, by height and jumping <laughs> ability. So I, <laughs> so I switched sports when I got into high school. Uh, I, just, I joined the wrestling team. So I wrestled uh, three, four years in high school. But our wrestling room was right next to the basketball uh, arena. So there was a time in my, I think it was my second to last year in high school, we just hear a bunch of ooing and aahing and like, just like just you know, when someone does something amazing on the basketball court, you just hear it. Mm-hmm. So we were able to sneak into these basketball games for free. Lo and behold, freaking this guy, this grown man is just dunking all over my high school team from Compton High School. It turned out to be DeMar. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, wait, he, who's that grown man just like sunning all of us? Like, what is this? <laughs> He's in high school? Like this guy? Yeah, it was DeMar. And, you know, yeah, DeMar's high school is Compton. It's like 10 minutes from where I grew up. So during that time in my, when my high school, when I was in high school, DeMar was the biggest, one of the biggest guys, James Harden. Uh, Brett, was it Brandon Jennings? I don't know if you guys remember him. <laughs> Uh, those are probably the three biggest prospects to come out of like my like the LA County area at the time. But, oh, wow. You know, yeah. Who knew my first time seeing Demar was just just dunking all over like my high school classmates and yeah, just <laughs> that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was just you, and you know, Drew League is actually 15 minutes from where I li- I grew up, but going to Drew League is like a nightmare. Just everyone's in the gyms. You just want to see who's there and. Because you never knew who's going to show up. I remember, you know, a lot of the old Clipper guys, the knuckleheads, would show up to these um, these games and stuff. So, you know, the LA basketball scene is cool. You get to see a lot of random people. Uh, I remember they mm. used to have a, the G League showcases, or the D League showcases at my university <laughs> back in the summers, you know. So that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Definitely opportunities that we don't get uh, in this part of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You you feel bad when your friend gets dunked on by like these high school these NBA prospects. You know, you're like you don't know what to say to them in class the next morning. Like, hey, dude, what happened last night? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what? Those those stories get better with age because you know at the moment when it happens, it's like the worst thing, and you, you know you're going to be like everyone's going to be like, oh, you got dunked on, or you know. But as, that, as it progresses and that person's career takes off in the NBA then and that person becomes a bit of a legend, then you can turn around and go, hey, I played basketball against that guy one time. You don't need to mention getting dunked on anymore. You can just say, hey, hey, I played with that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And at the time, you know, that was probably Kobe's – during that time, Kobe was going off for like – I think he had that 81-point game, the 60-point game against, the Dal- against Dallas. So everyone wanted to be Kobe during that basketball era and yeah like just knowing that you know damar james harden brandon jennings those like those guys even westbrook i heard of westbrook at the time too they were just coming out of that la area um even the holidays you know they they were just yeah just tearing up the basketball scene down here you know Mm. Cool. Yeah. whereas over here we get excited by people who pretend to be british that met the nba (laughs) <laughs> like, like Koji Ananobi and uh, what's his name, Jeremy so- 
So, channel, however you say it. Oh, geez, yeah. Oh, geez, I I had no idea OG claimed he claimed you know Britain, England, like that. Like, what about like Lou all day? You know, because yeah. I know he yeah yeah that's you guys yeah him. that's different. <laughs> Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, I claim him as a Bulls fan, you know. Of course, Lou all till I die, but, <laughs> but you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, um, very fine line that we have over here. I think it's just, yeah, they kind of obviously maybe they were born here, but they sort of moved to America when they one two. It's like, well, you're not really British then, are you? you didn't grow up oh. here. It's you know, obviously, whereas Lou all did. So, yeah, yeah. Luol played for the national team, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah him, nice. and, him and Ben Gordon, they both played oh, for the national team. Ben, now that's a that's another guy. Ben Gordon, man, that guy. Whew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, um, I think at the minute, the less said about him, the better in it, really. But yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it it is, yeah. I, I feel sorry for him, though. I think I think someone needs to step in and give that guy a, a hand. I think you know he needs a bit of uh, guidance right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough. It's tough. You you go through like the grind of trying to get to the league, then you achieve these you know these amazing accolades, and then the fall off is you know it's just tough sometimes. Like mm-hmm. was it like mm-hmm. Delonte West? He had a big fall off too. So, so I know Ben Gordon stays out you know in the LA area too. Well, actually, half the league stays out in LA. But anyways, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to be a Laker. Uh, uh, can we cut that out of the podcast? Just, just, just. That, that's the media take, anyway, isn't it? So, oh, my, it's it's uh, you hear it all the time growing up out here, and I'm just the random, you know, sea red nation bulls hat guy, just sitting drinking my tea or coffee, just like, all right, cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, in all of that, you mentioned some some great names and some obviously Bulls legends. So a couple of questions I've got for you is who is your all-time Bull or favourite Bull? Oh, it has to be Scotty. Um, just because the way he played the game and just, you know, like you said, as you get older, you just like, you don't really appreciate what some of these players do. You're just like, oh, they're just amazing i remember that dunk on ewing he had and he just yeah. like just pushed them down and just pointed at uh i forgot the spike lee and i was just like oh <laughs> that's my guy right there like this guy <laughs> but i think i just loved I've, I've always been uh into a lot of players that are two-way players defense first that can do a bit of everything you know swiss yeah. army knife kind of players like i've always but that's pretty much essentially what the the, the six championships that was built on, you know, just guys who can do a little bit of everything, two-way play, but Scotty was my guy. Everyone loved Jordan. I love Jordan, but um, Scotty, Scotty is my dude, minus some uh, some hiccups uh, over the last year or two, but, yeah. you know. He's just trying to stay current to sell whiskey, right? Yeah, I did. I almost bought a bottle. I, I my wife <laughs> talked me out of it. She's like, "Are you sure this is good?" I'm like, "It has to be. It's it's Scotty Pippen from Little Rock, from Arkansas. Do you not understand?" <laughs> yeah, she talked me out of it. Maybe one day I'll I'll, I'll buy a bottle without her noticing. So we'll see how that. Goes. Yeah. I'll let you know how it tastes. Do do. And and the next one then, obviously, follow on from that is, who's your current 
favourable. Ooh. Actually, on the roster. That's that's tough because you know uh, you know I I low key thought I was gonna shed a tear when that tweet came out that Lonzo was getting shut down for the the whole season for the rest of the season even though we kind of had an idea. Mainly, yeah. it's the same thing. I love I love his versatility. Um, I just like the way he does things. Like he's not a superstar all star, but he's so important. And, you yeah. know, he had a lot of buzz coming out of Southern California, too. You know, he went to UCLA, Chino mm-hmm. Hills High School. It's 30 minutes from where I live. And, you know, at first, I didn't appreciate him when he's on the Lakers. I thought he was annoying, <laughs> the whole, that whole ball family thing. Uh, mainly because I saw a YouTube video where they dissected the ball family, like, shoes, and it was just garbage. Um, but, you know, when he's on the team, <laughs> yeah. when he's on the team, he just he just connects everything so well. Like, if there's a glue guy that you could like he's such like the ultimate glue guy like yeah, everything yeah, he, just pieces together yeah he really connects the dots yeah um and i guess i guess you could do full episodes on him at the minute to be fair and where you see it all going with him and i guess in some ways it kind of leads into the next part of this episode in um Obviously, over the weekend, we ran a poll on Twitter about Ayo and Kobe being um, free agents in the off-season. Now, obviously, the reason why I ran it is because we're very heavily stacked at guard, including Lonzo, who's taking £40 million for the next two years, and we don't even know if he's going to be there. Um, obviously, you'd imagine someone like Goran's going... Obviously, now we've got Pat Beverly, he'll probably be gone as well. And obviously, well, I'll get into my first thoughts on Ayo in a bit, um, which is what started the poll in the first place. So, yeah, obviously, the poll was basically where's your head at with who to re sign? Uh, options being obviously Ayo, Kobe, both or neither. Um, I'll quickly go over the results before we get into it. And um, neither was 6%. Kobe was 8%. Both was 40%. And Ayo was 46%. So obviously, pretty clear winner for Ayo. Um, he was in the comments on it. Uh, win. Head says re-signed Kobe, but not Ayo. Um I won't say the rest of his comment because that's what I want to get into. Okay. Our <laughs> um, guy, Yeezy, from France. Uh, re-sign Ayo, sign and trade Kobe. Um, Bulls hype, let's trade Kobe. He's playing somewhat better, so hopefully we can get something that makes more sense. Uh, Aussie Stew, in again. Shout out him. I'd love both to stay, but Kobe, if I had to pick, granted he's probably going to be the more expensive option, but has improved so much this year. I have a feeling this front office will keep Ayo over Kobe, though, simply because he'll cost less and AK drafted him. Yeah. Um, obviously, somebody was in. Uh, keep both. Need some young players on the team. Obviously, that's your opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nicky Rollins again. Definitely re-sign both. Um and smoking trees draining threes, Kobe can walk. Um, there are other comments as well, 
but they pretty much follow the same suit. So yeah, um, like I say, my thinking behind it was is, is something's got to happen in the off season um, with the whole roster, and obviously we're heavily stacked at guard. And apart from uh, Lonzo, we don't have a legit PG. No. Um, so you kind of want them to spend money on getting a backup legit point guard. But when you're trying to re-sign Ayo and possibly Kobe, or possibly both, possibly none, where do you go with it? Um, you know, obviously, is I think Kobe's restricted, isn't he? And is Ayo unrestricted? Uh, yeah, because he's coming off for his rookie deal, isn't he? So he'd be unrestricted. Yeah, because we messed it all up with Marco, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, in him a better deal. Yeah, nice Wait, one. Who, who's Marco? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Man, he's that guy still around, Marco Polo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of he yo-yos between the Bulls and the Windy City Bulls, and never seems to get any time when he comes up to the main team. Uh, I don't I, know. I just, I just wonder, is he a favor? Because the last, the only real thing I knew about him was that he came out of what Mega Basket where, where yeah. Jokic was that came from and the only thing I know about the, that club is that they always try to give young guys a lot of playing time but that does I don't know if that amounts to anything you got Jokic but I don't know who else came out of those clubs where Oh well, yeah cuz Marco stayed over there for a year as well didn't he That's after right, being yeah, he stayed back yeah yeah no. so it's like they must they must have held hostage to AK when he was over there or something and they have to take Marco with them. I don't know, but <laughs> besides that, I don't know. Yeah. But they obviously didn't have that part of the discussion with Billy because Billy does not seem to like playing him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Io going to play center next year. Or did you guys not see? <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole Marco thing just sums up this roster, really. Doesn't it? How much of a mess it is and. Obviously, getting back to the Ayo and Kobe thing, that's very heavily stacked in the guards. So, obviously, I read out your comment in there, Samadhi, um, about obviously wanting to uh, keep them both. Is that a legit option? Obviously, I don't know how much each is going to cost and what what the actual value is either, I guess. So... I mean, my ideas. I think I'm just looking through just a fantasy at this point, just because, you know, it's giving up on young talent too early. You know, it's so far it's bitten us on what Larry, but I think the most important, like you, like you touched on earlier, is that, or even Neil, is that um, Io is an unrestricted free agent. There's no restriction; he can go wherever he wants to the highest bidder, mm-hmm. and yeah. you never know which team is willing or which team or club is willing to throw all that money out for him. And knowing AK and, and Mark Eversley, they're going to want to pay, you know, Io. that's their, that's their pick. So, but you, like you, you guys said, like, how do you keep, how do you pay up to 90 million for three to four guards on this roster when you don't have a balance of wings, combo forwards, or even like a, a center that's actually like that Billy knows of. You know, yeah. but um, it's it, it's tough. I mean, 
Kobe probably has to be the one to go, even though he's made such strides from when he first mm-hmm. came on. You know, it's I would love to keep both on, but then you also got Caruso, who's masquerading as a three four when he's actually like six four, six five, and like, do you get rid of him to make space for Kobe and Io? Uh, that's that's the dilemma we're in in the roster construction, I guess. Yeah, and. The, the the worst thing about it all is, is apart from possibly Goran, we don't have a legit point guard to come off the bench. Right, and, and Goran also looks to be the most likely player to to be dropped, which <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense when you say it out loud. But realistically speaking, that's probably what we're looking at. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. So I mean, obviously you did comment on it, Neil, but. I didn't read it out because obviously you're on here, so you can say what you want yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, where's your where's your thinking with it? Um, yeah, well, I'll be honest with you, I can't even remember what I wrote at the time, but um, um, I'm sure I'll read it out for you if okay, you want. Go for it. Um, I've really come around to Kobe and his work ethic this season, especially on D. He hasn't been the sharpshooter we thought he was, but could still come, uh, but could still come as he does get streaky. Ayo's regressed, but being the hometown kid, he could be favoured. We need change. They're collateral. Yeah. Okay. I still feel the same way. So, um, I have really enjoyed Kobe this year. Um, as you know, I was practically out on Kobe at the start of this season. Um, yeah. You convinced me to hang on in and see where it goes. <laughs> I have to. I have to say, you you were right. He has definitely made strides. Um, he's focused on his handles, he's focused on his decision-making and he's focused on his defense. And they're three things that we needed on the team. And and they've all come up in his game. However, his shooting, I don't know whether it's stagnated or whether it has kind of just suffered at the hands of his focus being on everything else, I don't know. But his shooting is definitely not what everyone anticipated it would be. Not that it's terrible, but just that everyone expected him to be this sharp shooter from distance, um, which he, he kind of isn't a dependable sharp shooter from different distance because he's too streaky. Yeah. Um, so that being said, he actually is a good fit for the team right now. I'd like to see him stay with the team right now. But at the same time, I do think the fact that IO was picked by the current front office, the fact that IO is a hometown kid, and the fact that Io has potentially got a higher ceiling than Kobe, I think that Io will be kept. And now that Kobe's upped his value across the league, they'll try and shop him. Yeah, um, I think I kind of agree with everything you've just said. Um, obviously, you know Neil why why I come to the, the, the poll in the first place. What my mm. initial question was in the chat, and it's probably going to be unpopular, but I'm not really bothered. And obviously the question that I put into the chat was, would Bulls fans, or something along the lines of, would Bulls fans want Ayo as much as they do if he wasn't from Chicago? Mm. And <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what you what you make of that, Samadhi. Um, obviously I know what Neil said about it, so... <laughs> I mean, that's kind. Uh, I think that makes it even tougher, right? If if he wasn't from Chicago, I think I I kind of agree with you that it might be a little different. 
Um, yeah. But I, I probably stand on the fact that Ackley picked them. You know, they're not yeah. going to give up on their prospects, you know. And th- there's got to be something else going on in that organization. Even my dad knows Jerry Reinsdorf is a weird man. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> he's like, he, he's, he's just, my dad told me one time, he's like, that man looks cheap. That guy looks cheap. I'm like, yeah, he looks like it. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's, it's, even if it wasn't the Chicago thing, I, I doubt they would, they would let him go. But I, maybe it might have been different if he got the four year contract instead of Marco, right? They yeah. could have gave, they could have gave him a four year, four year deal, but they gave him the two year, thinking he was going to develop in G League, and you know, and he he showed more than. Well, you, I guess you can't say Marco has been shown since he's been like hiding somewhere, but in <laughs> Hoffman Estates. But you know, Ayo's, you know, he's having a sophomore slump. But you know, it'd be it'd be different. I really think that. I really think that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love both of them. Um, I wasn't. Uh, this, if you'd have asked me this question at the start of this year, I'd have said Kobe straight away to go. Obviously, I also had Kobe down to be our most improved, and I still believe that's the way it's going. He's our most improved player on the roster. Whether it's good for us, good for him, good for another team, I don't know. Um, and I absolutely love Ayo as well and what he brings. And my only thing with Ayo this year is, I think we're seeing him for what he actually is and why he fell into the second round. Um, why so many teams passed on him because he's basically putting up sort of bench stats for, as a starter and mm. I, that's not I don't think that's on him I think that's on the roster again because he's not having the chance to develop in this roster and like I've said plenty of times before to me you can't develop him and P. Will at the same time as starters and I think, unfortunately, it's Ayo that's kind of getting pushed aside a little bit with it all. Um, you know, and you can't have your starting point guard being your fifth ball handler. Right. You, you know, how can how can he progress as a point guard when he's the fifth person to get the ball in his hands? Because, mm-hmm. obviously, it's Demar, Zach, Vooch, and then they want P. Will to have the ball, and they want P. Will to shoot the ball. So where does Io fit in? It's just you know. So like I say, I think the whether it's he's stagnated, he's regressed, whatever, isn't on him. I think it's on the team, the, the construction of it. And I think if he was coming off the bench, it'd be a completely different Io as well. Hmm. Yeah, I think you could be right there. Um, it it doesn't do him or any of the players uh, any favours that are in the point guard position as we've already talked about the fact that they're combo guards really and not yeah. true point guards either you know if, if he was a true point guard maybe then he'd be kind of getting the ball put into his hands a little bit more but the fact that he is he is a combo guard I think Billy's just like put the ball into the hands of someone who, who's got a bit more experience yeah and I think well kind of takes us into the next segment in a little bit but Oh, it was why I wouldn't be surprised if Pat Bev ends up starting. Do you think? Yeah. 
Um, I know we, we mentioned it in our group there the other day when after he was signed that um, you know would he be a starter or would he be coming off the bench and I kind of really don't know what way it's going to go. Um, but like you say, it could realistically it, it could go either way. I don't think Billy knows which way he's going either. To be fair, he might toss a coin just before he steps out onto the floor. Maybe. <laughs> Cat's going to be our new starting center and power forward, guys. What are you talking about? (laughs) We're running five guards out there. That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Small ball lineup. Why not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, you can't see me right now, but as you two were talking, I just keep shaking my head. like, why? Why? It's it's like the SpongeBob meme where he's sitting in the cafe with a a T just like crossing his hands, just looking in despair. It's like, what is this? (laughs) Um, yeah so I mean I'll I'll quickly throw in our our stump advert and then we'll move on to the next bit The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast whether by yourself or with friends Stump lets you connect record and instantly share your conversations with the world talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone it's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Welcome back. Um, obviously, like I said, we'll move into the next bit now. And it is bit, obviously the All-Star break is over. The NBA returns tonight, doesn't it? Yeah, tonight. Oh, yeah. NBA doesn't. So before we go into it Samadhi what is your take on the Pat Bev signing everyone knows what mine is by now so (laughs) you know it's it's he he does as Big Dave says I don't know if he has the point points guardsmanship that the team needs I think the only guy that has that is probably sitting in his home in Chino Hills probably 30 minutes from where I live right now but (laughs) You know, I think, if anything, we probably needed this kind of attitude way before this. You know, what Zach said, he's been trying to recruit Pat Bev for the last year to two years. And it's just, it's just, it's upsetting that you need this particular character. Like, yeah, you need a goon, as, you know, as Big Dave from uh, THGO said, you need a goon in the locker room. Like, that's fine. But you would think that's like DeMar. Uh, you know, Vucevic, Goran would have that squared away, or even Alex, Car- uh, Alex Caruso. You know, it's just you know, Caruso's won a ring, whether it's whether however you determine the bubble ring or winning in the bubble. But you know, it, it's good that we have it, but I think it's about a year, a couple months too late to have this, because at this point, we're what the team is probably two spots away from the fifth worst record unfortunately i visited tankathon again the last couple of months which has been very sad yeah uh, it's on my browser history now so don't don't look at that <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's almost a year too late you know if you had him in the beginning of training camp i would feel entirely different i just you know it, it's just a it's a band-aid on a sinking ship That's yeah i think I mean. so it's it's great but just too little too late um, that's how I have it, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said the other night, I've been saying he's the sort of player we needed for quite a while now. And 
Yeah, I do think it's too late. It doesn't change anything this season in terms of, I think, where the team ends up finishing. But what it does do is make it entertaining and interesting and exciting to watch us probably not tank, just end up mediocre as usual. Um, but at least you're going to have somebody there now who holds everybody else accountable. Yeah. Might light a fire under Zach, you know, might light a fire under P. Will. Uh, you would anybody so. can never do that. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Pat Bev. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so that's a kind of takes us on to the next bit is what are your, I don't know how to word it really, expectations slash hopes for Bulls coming out of the All-Star break. Um, and I'll I'll throw it to you first, Samadhi. You know, where, what do you well, want to see from this Bulls team? Uh, I, if anything, I mean, pr- honestly, uh, the, the, the devil on my left shoulder says, tank, keep tanking, please. Just get to the fifth worst record. Uh, but, you know, if anything, an attitude change. You know, if, if, there has to be some – if they don't respect – if Pat Bev can't get command the respect of the locker room and he's supposed to be that leader and, you know, you don't see it on the court, win or lose, like, I'm, like I really don't expect much from this team, to be honest, you know. I, it's just funny how Pat has to call out Zach first, but, you know, maybe <laughs> – it's like, what is this? Like – uh, you know, I just I just expect to see a better product. Like win, lose, whatever. You know, I'm past the oh we can't tank for because we're losing our pick. I'm like at this point, if there's no improvement, if there was improvement, we wouldn't care about the top four protected pick. If Io, Kobe, uh, you know, P Will and Marco were to take leaps and bounds, we wouldn't care about the draft picks. You know, it's it's just improvement and cohesiveness. We're not basketball experts, but we can read the body language on the court and mm-hmm. body language stinks on the court. You know, that's all yeah. I, you know, you know, honestly, that's all I want, but you know, I do, I do want that sneak tank, you know, Billy's doing that sneak <laughs> tank. You guys come on now. You know, <laughs> you know he's, he, he's lying to us, you know, he's, you know, he's trying to win games, but that rec that, you know, tankathon looks good right now. So. <laughs> yeah. And, um... Obviously, same to you, Neil. Yeah, I, I think somebody's made a good point there with the um, just wanting to see a better product. Um, you know, these, these games that we're watching where for two, sometimes two and a half quarters of the game and they just look absolutely shocking, whether it's the start of the game and they look bad and then they have to fight back into the game or whether they start fast out of the traps and then slowly deteriorate as the game goes on. And then, as we've seen it so many times, a complete collapse in the fourth quarter. I'd just like them to see, to see them become competitive from the first whistle to the last whistle of a game, win or lose. Um, yeah. I, you know, at least make it entertaining and enjoyable to watch. Preferably lose all 23 games, and I'm okay <laughs> with it. Once it's an entertaining yeah. product from start to finish, um, but at this stage, I just I just want to see them care again, because yeah. at the moment, it's it's like you say, their heads are hanging down, the body language sucks, they aren't playing anymore, they're not playing for each other, they're not playing for the team, and if Pat Bev coming in 
can reignite that in them and make them proud to be Bulls players again and proud to be wearing the jerseys. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, for me, I've been off the ledge since Christmas. So, <laughs> at this point, I'm, I, I just really don't know. That's why I'm so excited about Pat Bev. Just purely because hopefully going to make it interesting for the next what four five weeks however much of the no, it's about eight weeks in it of the season we've got left yeah um, whether we push on and sounds bad to say it but make the play in because we're not going to make the playoffs I don't think it's we're not going to get that unlikely. yeah um you know, is the playing really an achievement? I guess it is if we qualify and get out of the playing. But if we get into the playing and then don't get through the playing to the actual playoffs, then from that point, it kind of feels like a massive anticlimax to me. Yeah. And the thing is, on paper, this roster is a lot better than where we're at. Oh, yeah. And sure. you can't put it all on the fact that Lonzo has not played a game this year. You know, it, obviously that is a massive sort of uh, point to all. But it's not the reason. You've still got three players on the court who are capable of putting up 25 plus a night. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got so much potential out there in P. Will, whether he's showing it or not, it's a different thing. You know, and you've got players coming off the bench who, if used correctly, i.e. Drummond, it can be that little bit of a spark can grab you however many boards you can he can he can put up fifteen points a night as well. Yeah. On any given night, do you know what I mean? But he's got to be played. Um obviously we've just spoke about Kobe. He you know, what did he put up um was it in the Pacers game? His season high won it twenty was it twenty five something like that. You know, here somewhere. that's what he can do. But then he can also put up a big fat zero. Um, you know, so this the, the way this roster is, it, it should be a lot higher than what are we eleventh? Seven games below five hundred. Yep. Yep. You know, we're we're closer to the bottom than we are anywhere else you know you've got Pacers I think they're the, the next team below us aren't they and I know we play them again in a couple of weeks and you know we could end up in with the wrong end of the mix do you know what I mean we could be in, in the mix with teams like Pistons and Magic and Hornets do you know what I mean and that's just depressing yeah when we should be in the mix with Nets Knicks yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just I don't know. I I just want to, like you two have both said, just see energy, effort. You know, the actually wanting to play basketball more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't care if Demar goes out and drops forty. If the rest of the team haven't turned up, it's just not enjoyable to watch. Right. Agreed. 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 Yeah. 
you know, that's why when, you know, when we beat Nets and uh, KD dropped 40 odd on us, it's like, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because it's only him that's done it. Um, and so how many times have we seen DeMar score 30 plus and we've lost? Too many. <laughs> uh, I, no words to describe the feeling. <laughs> yeah. uh, just disappointment. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we're all the same as everybody. We, we just don't have a clue. <laughs> you know, and I, I think the not having a clue has started from the top with this Bulls sort of organisation. Um, so, yeah, obviously, we'll get into the next the next game which is obviously tomorrow um, first one out of the all-star break and we are at the UC to stick on the net mm-hmm. um, they're currently fifth in the east with a record of 34-24 um, obviously beat us what two weeks ago now when yeah. they yep. kind of just all met each other and all that sort of stuff Uh Obviously, they've had a massive rebuild with their team. Obviously, got rid of KD, Kyrie, obviously earlier on, James Arden. But I still kind of like the way they're constructed. I think they've still got enough to make the 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 playoffs. Um, and it, it, it's not going to be an easy game for us. Uh, I've said the injury sort of updates coming into it. I don't think Nets have got anybody listed. Um, and I've seen no. today that Demar's had a full practice saying he's feeling good and he's treating every game like game seven at the minute, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I don't know how many <laughs> game sevens he's been to. Oh, wow. Um, Easy. <laughs> <laughs> and also AC and DJJ full practiced as well. Yeah, that that was per Will Gottlieb today, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, obviously, Javante is still out. Not expected to take contact for another couple of weeks. No, but did you see the video that came out of him today shooting? No. He's back in the gym. I, I, I retweeted it, actually, so you'll catch it on my timeline. But he's, uh, yeah, there was a, a video of him uh, shooting in the gym today. So he's at least uh, back and doing a bit anyway. Yeah, and if he uh, gets them standard Javante Green threes up, then I'm all for that. Yeah, <laughs> we, need, um, we need five Javantes out there again. We, we need five. Just, yeah, just I mean, one do. <laughs> when, when when he went down, we didn't just lose one player. No, five. I, I lost more than a player when he went down. You lost your spirit. Yeah, Dang. that was it. Getting, this podcast that is getting was... dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it tends man. to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of our conversations often lead, often do, especially when we're not on the pod, to be fair. <laughs> My goodness. I was like, man, it's it, it may be sunny outside in California, but it's dark in this room. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you tonight, both of you. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you you've not seen anything yet, and the, the moment Javante is off this team, which could be this off season, oh, see yeah. Reggie here will be yeah, uh, will be a bad place. Yeah, well, I think we'll have to have a eulogy. Uh, any more than that? <laughs> send send me the invite, man. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough one too because he's unrestricted, and you know, like, yeah, Javante loves the. I'm sure Javante loves the guys on the team, but he has to think about his. You know, he needs to. This is the one big pay, the pay bump he can get before he doesn't get another one. You know. Right, so and and he's, he's done everything in his power to highlight himself around the league in order to get that paycheck too. So, yeah, and he he deserves it. He does, oh, for sure. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, and then on Sunday we've got Wizards who are facing the Knicks tomorrow as well. Um, and they're at the minute twenty eight and thirty and ninth in the. East, and the only injury thing on them was a, a game time decision on Bradley Beal. Yeah, which so he'll probably be fit in time for that game unless yeah. he's dragged out. And yeah. obviously they currently hold the uh, <coughs> excuse me the tie break on us, don't they? Mm. Um, obviously that Wizards game as well is a eight thirty tip for us, which is nice. So what's that a dinner time tip for you, Samadhi? It'd be a nice Sunday brunch. You know, I could have my morning tea, my afternoon tea and coffee and just kind of kick back in the, uh, you know, in the living room. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, just quickly, the next game after that is next week, obviously, is against Raptors. So straight out of this all-star break. And then I think we've got Pistons after that. We've got four games that nets are beatable as long as we turn up. And then the next three uh winnable games as well see why did you say that oh my gosh <laughs> now no, that's, that's it now we're going to lose all four games uh, <laughs> this game is yeah. something we're going to lose it let's go let's go yeah. <laughs> like man yeah. I mean uh, so like I say obviously we're coming out with the all or well, we went into the all-star break seven below 500 We can't lose anymore, not straight away, uh, because otherwise, I think that 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 is it, well and truly done in it. Especially, like I say, these next four games, are, at least three of them, we've got to win. Yeah, and that's big. It's a big ask right now, though. <laughs> it feels it yeah. feels like a big ask right now, but then you know. It's easy to be cynical at the moment because we're off the back of such a bad run. But um, look, maybe uh, we uh, we do okay. Io was involved in All Star Weekend. Demar was involved in All Star Weekend, so they're going to be buzzing. Carlick Jones, you know, he could even be around. Who knows? He might even be brought up. Um, can, can he be brought up? Actually, he, he's uh, he's a two way, right? Yeah, yeah, he's two way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so he's he, in books. Because, yeah, so, so he could be brought up. I mean, he's playing lights out for the Windy City Bulls at the moment. Wouldn't be surprised if he comes up. But, I mean, you know, we don't really need another guard. But... Okay, we need another guard. So, yeah, no, I yeah. know. But, you know, <laughs> I'm sure Billy could fit him into the four or something like that, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, he's, but, he's guarding Porzingis. That's what he's doing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can he can headbutt him in the kneecap or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever's left of Porzingis' kneecaps, but you know that's a whole other. Well, uh, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, I, I'm just I'm trying to be I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to get back to my positive way of thinking, and, and I do think that there's going to be a bit of a buzz between the All Star break 
um, some of the guys getting rested and Patrick Beverly walking into the locker room and shaking things up. So, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that we can at least maybe split them. Um, what, I'm not... the, the four games or the, the, the two the, of the weekend? The four, the four games. I'm hoping yeah. we can split, split the four games. Don't ask me which ones we'll, we'll win and which ones we'll lose because I haven't well, got a pig. the next part of the show, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> you ruined you the say? next part because I was going to ask you. <laughs> Are we? Well, there you go. You see, I know. This is what happens when we go down the same train of thought, which happens all the time. <laughs> Transition Neil is in effect today. I know, right? <laughs> Who needs a segue? No, no. We got Neil. You know, we right. got Neil and Matt. We don't need segues. <laughs> well... I'm going to ask you anyway, even though you told me not to. So, <laughs> going back to the, the Nets and Wizards game, because obviously they'll be done by the time we record our next episode. Yeah. Um, where do you see us going with them? Are you asking me? Uh, yeah, I'll ask you first, and then I'll let somebody go. Okay. Um, I just think that we've lost too many on the bounce, and that we'll come out and we'll we'll take it off the Nets. And the Wizards, do you know what? I'm going to say we win these two. I'm going to say we win these two games. Uh, and then we drop off again because, you know, it's hard to win three in a row. No, we're good at winning three in a row. We can't win four in a we row. We can't win four in a row, right? Yeah. <laughs> so sad. So sad. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, obviously, same to you, Samadhi. What these two games, Nets and Wizards. I've, I say Nets and Wizards, they split that. I just think the Nets, the way their roster is constructed, and they just switch. Their their defensive coverage is so tough for the Bulls. You know, they're switching every screen. You know, they're just chasing guys off these picks, and I just don't know if the Bulls can solve that. I will give the Wizards one. Uh, so I say, Wizards and, I say Wizards and Pistons are wins, but Raptors and Nets, I think, those might be losses just just solely based on the defensive schemes those teams can just throw at the bulls and you know once you throw a coverage on the bulls everything just goes down the hole so um mm. <laughs> yeah that, that yeah that's that's how what i think i don't know you know it's, it's uh, yeah. no, no nothing um, else said <laughs> i i really don't know um <laughs> I mean, I'm that far out with the Bulls that I can see us losing them both. But then, being the Bulls, I can see them winning them both. Um, <laughs> so I'll say we split them. Just go down the middle. I think we'll lose yeah. to Nets and beat Wizards. Um, yeah. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Actually, I, I, have have a question. I have a question for both of you guys. Since okay. we have yeah. that Bev now, what... What is this rotation going to look like? Like, not alone, like, trying to split these games with all these, you know, with opted all-star break. Like, like, who's the first five? Who gets put out? Like, I, like, do you run nine-man, ten-man? Like, what? Like, this rotation looks crazy now. Like, it's just – and you got yeah. Derek Jones. You got 12 guys on the roster that could probably play right now. But yeah. He, but yeah, I don't even Billy know. doesn't really like to play that many players, though, so – should we send him a screenshot like a uh, from the other roster like hey man 
hey, Coach Diamond, here it is, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, These guys are on your team, okay? Yeah. She's like, and oh, they're all that's... usable. They're all yeah. usable pieces. <laughs> they're all taller than you, okay? Just letting you know. Just <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, don't forget, we've got, um, what's his name? Terry Terry Taylor as well now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, well, he? A 6 5 forward, you know? Perfect. We don't need any size. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't see him seeing too much time up on uh, on the Bulls. I'd say he'll probably stay down in the Windy City for the most part. I mean, I'd say he's the perfect Billy's player, to be fair, but that just means that... He what, a small forward. guy playing forward? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you know, so you has got an instant backup centre there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he slots in between Vooch and Drummond, right? So he's the first pick off the bench ahead of Drummond, and then Drummond backs up. I'm Uh, saying Drummond disappears uh, again now, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, Uh, Drummond doesn't. Drummond doesn't deserve that. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Oh man. Now going back to your obviously your question, Samadhi. I think to start with we see the same starting five. Because um, Billy doesn't seem to like change. Um, I think coming off the bench, obviously, I think it's going to be Pat Bev first. Uh, into the guards anyway. Yeah. Joined by Caruso going onto the wings because that's obviously seems to be Billy's favourite thing with him. Yeah. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, you'd like to think that Drummond comes on to replace Vooch, mm. and then obviously if DJJ is healthy, he's P. Will's replacement or Vooch's replacement, whichever way Billy wants to go. Uh, I don't think we see any more of Dalen, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Very, very Dang. little, if anything at all. And Dang. obviously, then you've got Kobe. So I think Gora misses out as well. Yeah, that's not necessarily how I do it, but it's how I see it going. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Um, it, it's not necessarily what I want to see, but I think that's what we do see. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it could be. Uh, it could be a case of R.I.P. Drummage. Uh, yeah, one way or another, one of them's not playing. Yeah, or both of them. Mm, possible. <laughs> <sighs> just keeps getting darker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but on the plus side, we get to see some sort of an injection with Pat Bev coming on. I mean, look, it's a home game. Yeah, when Pat Beverly walks back on or back, what when he walks onto that court, um, back in his hometown, can you imagine the reaction he's going to get from the UC? Oh, it's going to be awesome. I don't think it's necessarily the reaction he's going to get. I think it's the reaction he's going to demand. Well, there's that too. I mean, if he doesn't get enough of a round of applause, he's going to be going up to Tim Sinclair and taking the mic (laughs) off him and shouting down, hey, guys, you don't know who I am? (laughs) Yeah. He's going to grab another camera and point to it. Like, look, it's a picture of me, guys. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I hope we get one of those while he's on the team. I need need another camera snatch. That's that's amazing. (laughs) I, I, hey, listen, I think he's going to be going all out to try and win the hearts of the fans. So wh- whether it works or whether it doesn't work is a different story. But um, I definitely think he's going to be going for everything, pulling out all, all the tricks and all, all the uh, all the hype moves. 
see my obviously I've I've hyped it all up and I, I, it is my my opinion on it is it's the good thing if it doesn't work out I'll admit I was wrong but I genuinely think he's going to become a fan's favourite yeah I think um, you could very well be right yeah whether it's because he's a fan's favourite for the right reason or the wrong reason that remains to be seen Obviously, going back to the the chats that we have in our fantasy chat, um, obviously it was very Pat Bev heavy this morning. Yeah, and obviously, uh, I know Sam in particular it was going on about the time of you know pushing. Uh, CP three and obviously dirty plays and stuff like that, and it's like well. I get it. It's not basketball. You know, you don't want to see anybody injured through something just like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's also what Bulls need. Yeah. You know, and as I said on the pod the other night, if somebody's going to do it, you want it to be somebody like Pat Bev. Somebody that you can kind of get by without on the roster. Who right. will also still be sat there hyping everybody up, you yeah. know? Um, and I just can't wait until Grayson Allen comes back ooh, to the UC. Back well, now, now it could get colourful. Yeah, definitely. you imagine you go back to when all that happened with obviously Grayson Allen and AC. Yeah, nobody yeah. reacted on the Bulls. No, if Pat Bev was on that team, who was going to react? Well, you yeah, know. I mean, he would have been getting probably some sort of a, a ban for two or three games after it, I'd say, because he would have gone all out. Even yeah. if he wasn't on the court on the time, you know, if he was on the bench at the time, he'd have been in Grayson Allen's face. Yeah. Or pushing him from behind. One of the other. I mean, we need, yeah, you guys are right. We need that. Like, look at the Bulls teams we've grown up with, you know. It's right. Strong, defensive-minded teams, tough guys that can do it on both ends of the court and you know this iteration of the team is just so far from what we're used to but it's just like at least just be tough just get in there and you know like as the kids say you know let's get that dog in him like right you know just like <laughs> like just you know just if it's just wonder well, if pat bev, how pat bev was if he, if he was on the team earlier i don't know right and we haven't really had that dog on the team since joe keen Really, it's, it's like uh, you said in the chat as well. Nobody complained when Dennis Rodman was doing it. No, 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 no. absolutely not. And everybody felt the same way. And you know the way I'm being reserved. Everybody felt the same way about Dennis coming to the Bulls, as yep. they kind of are voicing the same sort of worries and fears about Pat Bev coming to the team. Yeah, and Dennis Rodman coming into the team was hardly a bad thing for that team. I mean, it, it, I think we're, I think it's fair to say without asking any questions that we're all probably pretty big fans of Dennis when he played for well, us, right? I think I've said before, aside from MJ, he's my favourite bull. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, and that's however many years later, do you know what I mean? And I still root for that type of player now, as I said the other night. Yeah. That, you know, that tough, gritty, you know, put everything out there to get the win. Yeah. And whether it's the right way or the wrong way, you know, whether it's 
touching somebody's bum or whatever. <laughs> you, want, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I remember you know, that I, picture of him diving for the rebound. He's like parallel to the floor. It's like, come yeah, on, like crazy. how can you not love that? How yeah. can you not? Yeah, exactly. Or Joakim clapping at the heels, you know, when they're arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and Chicago fans love that. They love that kind of player and passion and, and aggression, I guess. And, you know, blue-collar players go down very, very well in the hearts of Bulls Nation. Yeah, exactly. And Thanks. if we do get to the play-in or the playoffs or whatever, we saw what it meant to Pat Bev when he was at Timberwolves last year, mm. where <laughs> he took the jersey off and he's crying and he, on the announcers' table. And <laughs> if he does that at the UC, the place will erupt. It will, and that's what you want to see, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it looks a little bit pathetic, to be fair, but um, you know, it's passion, it's pride in in the jersey that you're wearing it's and to me that's what Pat Bev's going to bring so yeah yeah, and that's what's sorely lacking from this team right now too so yep. they're the intangible yeah. they're the intangibles that you can't write into a box score okay he might not tick the boxes in the box score of what we need but he certainly seems to slot into the areas that you can't put on paper that we're lacking yeah. exactly yeah um, didn't expect to go down that that route with it all, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I've got nothing else. Um, I don't know if any of you two have. Nope. Uh, the only thing I have is that um, that clip that was passed around with was it um the that was it that summer run the Nico Hines run where right oh uh, yeah they were, oh yeah, yeah yeah they were talking about you know Pat Bev and uh, DT and how like Pat yeah. Bev saw a lot of DT. I'm like, man, that's amazing. <clears throat> like that's you know, that's the kind of stuff we need on that team, you know, like just, I just hope that something can come from it. Like something, have Pat Bev being in there, having the respect he has or the disrespect, I don't know. You know, we don't know <laughs> what he's saying in that locker room. I'm sorry. I'm, he was cussing a lot in his uh, press conference. I'm not even sure what he's saying in that locker room. Probably not for the kids, of course, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I just well, hope, just, yeah. I just, yeah. I just hope there's something coming out of it. That's the main thing. Just, you know, just a fire, a passion, like you guys are saying. You know. Well, just quickly on that. Obviously, they worked out together in the off season, and but then did you see the video where Pat Bev was obviously at the Advocate or wherever it was, and he's introducing himself, and not that he's introducing like, but and he goes up to Dylan, and it's like they've never met each other. Before. Yeah, I noticed that actually. <laughs> I was yeah, like, dude, I was expecting some sort of big embrace and stuff like that. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, yep, yeah, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, he was like, yeah, right. hey, I'm Pat. Hey, I'm Pat. And like, don't you two know each other? No? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, you know, you can have two dogs, but one dog has to be quiet if one dog barks louder, right? So. Oh, uh, yeah. That so, alpha male. Yeah. Yep. D- DT just knows like, hey, that's, he's the guy right now. He's, He's the voice, you know. I, I maybe he's just being the rook and just taking the step back, you know. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another part of that video as well, when he uh, he went up to P. Will, I just instantly thought of that Spider Man meme where they're pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm Pat. I'm Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I would, anyway. I would think 
Pat Bev would be like, I am Pat. You need to play. You need to play. <laughs> yeah, you need to change your name. <laughs> yeah. I'm Pat and you're Paul. You need to go over there and do yeah. like that. I've already got him to wave Malcolm Hill so I can have the 21. Yeah. So, oh, no. Matt, you're yeah, over here so I can have my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh yeah, that's it. I've got nothing else. I don't know. Now, if you two have, no, I'm good. Uh, I just got like a quick shout out. Of, of course, shout out to Bulls Troy. You know, I remember. You know, I interact with. Uh, funny, I just interact with all these international folks and no one in the states. But you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I talked. You know, shout out to Bulls Troy. Uh, he's he's someone I I frequently text and chat with from Bulls. Uh, yeah, of course, was, you two as well. Him. I remember his pod on, and I was like, oh man, that's. That's cool. But, you know, Troy's on there with Neil, Matt, and um, no, another guy. I would hope actually you guys can get on. Who's very awesome in terms of Bulls Twitter is um, uh, Morris Banks, uh, Mo Banks. He's, he's yeah. a great follow. He's a great yeah. follow. Funny um, you say that because we 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 have actually spoke about it getting him on, and then Paris got in the way, and everything else sort of got in the way. But yeah, we we need to go back to him actually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also, did you know that uh, Patrick Williams cooked Jason Tatum's ankles in the UC twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I love that, but he's doing with that. It, it's it's great fun. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and Mo really knows his stuff. Morris really knows his stuff. And, and he, he definitely someone that we interact with quite quite a lot too. Um, so sh- yeah. shout out to both those guys big time. Yeah, we love you guys on Twitter and we have great fun interacting with you. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I mean, obviously thanks for joining us, somebody. It's been, been great to actually finally talk to you rather than uh, tweet with you. Um <laughs> You know, and as we say with everyone, you know, you're always welcome back on. Obviously, it takes cool. a bit more doing with someone like you, eight hours behind. Um, and, and obviously, just want to thank you for the support and everything that you give us on Twitter and with the pod and everything like that. So, yeah, it's been good to finally chat with you and, uh, well, speak bulls with you, I guess. Definitely. Oh, for sure. I appreciate you guys letting some random Bulls fan from Southern California interact with you. <laughs> you two, uh, <laughs> you know, like as I said before, I, do, I really don't have many, uh, I don't really have a Bulls fan group at all. So like you guys, Mo, Troy, like you guys on Twitter are literally like my Bulls circle. So I just appreciate the interaction I get from uh, you two and everyone else in the Bulls community. You know, it's... um. It's just great, you know. I enjoy yeah. it. You know, I got, I got much love for all you guys, and I'm always down to support. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to just give out your Twitter handle again, um, in case everyone missed it at the start, and you never know. Yeah, uh, my bulls t- improve your circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're just gonna see me retweeting uh, P. Will Cook and Jason Tatum's ankles, but yeah, my Twitter <laughs> handle <laughs> is uh. Uh, S-A-M-M-A-D-Y-Y-I uh, it's just my first and last name uh, just most of the time I'm just it's mostly bull stuff some NBA stuff but you know it's mostly bull stuff so if you don't like bull stuff uh, which I don't know why you're listening to this podcast then but, <laughs> you, know, you know go ahead and follow it's all love you know I'm always down to chat bulls and talk bulls awesome thank you guys so, yeah um, and obviously thanks to everyone who's listening and as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK. 
and you can find us on all the socials at CRED UK. And I've been Neil. You can find me on at Neil CRED UK on Twitter. We appreciate you choosing to hang out with us here at the CRED UK podcast where it's a Chicago Bulls thing. And thanks again to Samadhi for joining us on this pod. It's been a great, uh, enjoyable episode to be able to have a good chat with you. We've thoroughly enjoyed it. If you wish, please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are, CRED, go Bulls. <laughs>